What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about the alleged meme that ended free speech. You know, uh, and what, what's crazy is that it happened seven years ago. <laughs> um, but we're just now getting to it. So, uh, you know, just to kind of catch people up on, on what we're talking about, we're talking about the now infamous meme of Hillary Clinton with this, uh, it says, skip the line, vote at home, text to vote. And it has like a little number. And then at the very bottom, it's like a, a little disclaimer basically saying it, it was very misleading because it says got to be 18 or older to vote, can't vote in Puerto Rico, Guam, blah, 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 paid for by Hillary for president 2016. Was that like the one Bill Clinton did that was like text 696969 to the Oval Office? For hookups? Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, a little bit different, you know, because okay. that's like solicitation for prostitution this one so monica look monica wasn't solicited no she definitely oh, yeah, Hillary, was. hillary's a subject okay <laughs> I can go, on about this one. go ahead i know um no no so we have this crazy story you have a, a guy that allegedly you know he's just uh at, and i'm just going to use their term shit poster who gets on the web and loves donald trump rah rah and decides to make memes. He's a part of these groups that are, are making it up and blasting it on the internet to support their candidate. Mm -hmm. Very innocent. Or is it? <laughs> you got a first the premise you got to look at was like, you know, he did the, I don't, I don't see, I, I mean, okay, so you've got to understand what he did was illegal. I mean, we, we get into that. Yeah, in and we, we got to unpack it. But it's still like the thing of it is they're saying, you know, so you text this number, and you and you basically you can vote via yeah. text. Skip the line, you know, vote like from home. The thing of it is, that comes to my mind is in the world we live in. I don't think it's gonna happen real soon, but I think that's gonna be a possibility. It, it'll be through an app. And for the thing, sure. of, like the thing that I have an issue with it more than anything is like, well, it prevented people from actually getting a legitimate vote in. You know, I, I'm like, if you're so stupid that you did this. And thinking you were going to vote. Because, I mean, let me let me back up. There's people that's going to, I mean, like, if I'd have seen that, I would have done it just to see what, what it does. Like, yeah. and not because I believed it. Right. Because I was like, I want to see what this does. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm in, I'm into Call of Duty. These things happen when they're, when they're going to drop new games. There's numbers you can text, numbers you can call, and it gives you, like, this secret intel, you know, stuff for. Right. Or, like, a these, drop for the game. Yeah. You know, and we know that. And and the thing of it is, there's a message, and sometimes a voice message you can get on these things. It's not real, like we know that, obviously. <laughs> right? <know>? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm kind of using the same premise. Like when somebody sees that, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be people that are unfortunately dumb enough to do that. But here's what I'm saying: if you're dumb enough to do that, we don't need your vote in America anyway. And. There's levels to this. This has like got to be the most complicated meme case in history. Or really, I would just say this is up there in, in the freedom of speech debate. Because in some ways, I, I look at this meme and I'm like, oh, it's so innocent. Slash, you have to be dumb not to know this is a joke. But then on the other hand, it's like, 
you know, they went hard. They went really hard with that meme, you know, matching it up with the color schemes that she uses, like even with the little disclaimer at the bottom. And for me, you know, it, what line do you cross the freedom of speech threshold? Mm-hmm. I think this one was actually borderline. I don't think so, because the thing of it is, like, I understand the freedom of speech aspect, so I don't think it was borderline. I think it was totally fine, because the thing of it is, here's what happened. Okay, so there was, like, 4,000, basically 5,000 people that actually texted this number. The vast majority of them probably was just doing it just to see. But the thing of it is, there was a message that came up that actually sent you to the actually legit Hillary you know, information thing where you can get updates on her campaign. Right. And it also, there's other one that basically said, we don't approve. I can't remember the name of it, but basically they don't approve it, you know, whatever. So, I mean, like you could tell that it was junk to begin with if you actually did. So, you know, the whole thing of of putting a guy in prison over this is ridiculous. And that's like where I draw the line. It's like, so, you know, you can say that what he did was misleading if you're dumb. Uh, because otherwise you would know that this is a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then to, to kind of take it a step further, and the reason why I say it, it's complicated is because they did bring up some of the things that he said and like in these group chats and stuff like that. Now, I watched the, the Tucker Carlson interview, and I got to admit, he did a really good job of, uh, you know, I maybe messaged once or twice, but at least from what I saw in some of the, the court readings, you know, he he does have a distaste for uh, the the black and brown community, and you know, hey, it, it, it's not saying that. I'm mean, not it, right, but it, exactly, I'm not agreeing with it. But on the other hand, it is freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Uh, you can feel that way if you want. I wish you didn't, but you can. And so, like, that's where it gets a little bit more complicated. And so, it's like if you do feel that way about a certain group of people, and then you go out and and make memes targeted at that group of people at a certain point it is like I don't think are you just targeted joking? On black people unless you just basically or what are you trying to say okay, like, so I know you're not saying but what in context what are you saying let's let's play on black people because they're dumb is that what he was saying uh, a little bit I, really what he was saying was basically like first and foremost like immigrants and children of immigrants shouldn't be voting in a country that they just came to. That was like I one of his. I agree partially to that. I don't think that. I mean, and black I don't people completely should, disagree like, with that. I, I don't think you base it off race by no means. That's why I say partially agree. But I think that, you know, if they're here, I don't even say immigrants. They're here legally. I don't care. Right. But the thing of it is, is we all know, everybody except for the federal government knows that people that are voting ain't legal citizens. Well, and that's the thing, or the fact that they're letting them come in right. is to get their vote. Uh, you know, kind of like a wink and a nod. Hey, come on in, but no. you know who to vote for. Uh, one of those. And so is that crossing the line? I don't know. Uh, seems like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, I guess where I was going with it is that, and the reason why I say it did seem a little bit targeted is because he did specifically use a, a black woman with the, I think it was like blacks for Hillary or something like that, or black women for Hillary. And then there was another one where he specifically put the text in Spanish uh, as well. So it, it did seem somewhat targeted at the community. No, I, now, I don't know because but obviously. Even, but here's the thing, though. Like the first thing that came to my mind, though, was, well, that's what all political campaigns do. They, they market towards an audience that they're trying to get to mm-hmm. for whatever reason. 
Now, in those cases, it's to go out and vote. But on the other hand, we, we kind of go back to the original premise of, I believe that immigrants and black people are smart enough to know you can't text and vote. If you're over the age of 18, at some point you were taught, even if this is your first time in America, I'm sure the, the rules to get into the country legally, you got to know how to vote. Or they tell you how to vote, <laughs> at no, the very I least. I don't know. It's a uh, white, white privilege thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, they show my PowerPoint. I would, I, called know I your would think. I don't, I don't know all that crap. I'm not even going to get in, necessarily get into what they what they teach them or not. I don't know. It become it become knowledge now because a lot of the high schools now are making it a requirement to graduate high school. you got to take a freaking test, the same test. Uh, yeah, you got to yeah. be, you know, to become a U.S. citizen, you know, which I would fill because the last time you and I could be wrong. You got to speak English. What you don't speak English? No, I speak redneck apparently. Oh <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, especially like in some <laughs> what I'm getting at is, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the stupid dad joke. But you got to speak English on these things, and you know, obviously, if you get to a lot of the southern states, western states, you know, I I don't I I think people come in here that's a U.S. city, and they're they're good people, no doubt, but they don't speak English. And so, again, like many other things, it's coming to a point in some places where you better speak Spanish or you you just can't, you can't even order food. Yeah, you got to be bilingual at least. Yeah, so, Uh you know, it's fine. Other, you know, I'm not too particular about the language thing, but, you know, like if you're going to make this thing where it has to be, you know, like in high school, you have to have this test and have it to graduate, but yet, you can be, I don't know, man, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but I guess like this, you have to have it, you have to be able to pass this test as part of a graduation requirement. But yet, we've got people immigrating to the United States as not even U.S. citizens, trying to become U.S. citizens, and all this illegal crap behind it, but yet you're forcing it on us. How can, basically, why don't you force it on them? Right, on the people that's that, what that I'm are saying, coming I into guess. the country. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's totally fair. Uh, but, you know, like for... For me, where, where I started to go wrong with this and where I decided to side with Doug Mackey is because of Hillary Clinton. You know, she and it's not that she just rubs me the wrong way naturally, but it's the things that she says, because I feel like, uh, number one, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of what she had said in regards to this man specifically. Uh, she said there was a difference between freedom of speech and what Doug Mackey did. And just to kind of quote it a little bit. So he made a deliberate effort to mislead people about where and how to vote. It went from speech to action to subvert the election through thousands of people he targeted with his algorithms. Mm. So number one, let me get this straight. Does Doug Mackey have Twitter's algorithms? Does he know that Twitter's going to take his post and make it go viral? No, he doesn't. And you're like, well, Devin, he can use hashtags. You're right. I've used a million hashtags on my post. Go look at my post over the last year. See how many of those hashtags have gotten me to go viral. <laughs> None. Well, I guess one now. But either way, uh, to say that he used his algorithms, uh, it, it's, that's, it's that's wrong. Stupid. It's you know, wrong. I mean, I've looked at his videos, and the thing of it is, is he does have several views, but not enough that would indicate that he has control of algorithms well i'll take to, it a step further you know, to sh- basically because what what that implies and what 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 it's saying with people that may not understand that word is i can get on there and put certain words in and it's going to go viral 
Yeah, he he's making his post go viral. Yeah, and that's 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 not that's possible not how because social media works. I know how social media works to a degree. And there's certain things you put out there, they will just kill it right off the bat. Yeah, 100%. You know, dealing with social media, you know, on a consistent <laughs> basis is a pain in the ass. And you almost have to be, you know, like the CEO of the company to even understand. And I don't even know if he does. Um, now, Elon's got a grip on it. Well, I mean, this I'm is pre Elon. You know, sir, I mean, talk, I'm talking all platforms in general. Yeah. You know, Meta, they all have their own things. You know, he doesn't control the algorithms. And There's that's no the way. point. And that's the point is that, like, you're, are you really trying to tell me that a guy with, what, how many did they say he had? 58,000 followers at his peak. Yeah, that he's I mean, changing the algorithms, like the Twitter said, whoa, whoa, we need to throw this man's content at the top of the list. Yeah, no way. No, yeah, it's impossible. And it's how many people like it. How, and see, that's the thing. That's that's part of the algorithm. How many people like it? You know, how no, many it people... It went viral because it was a funny meme. Yeah, it's funny. It, it's how it many people funny. like it, share it, comment on it. That's and, all algorithms. And that's the problem is that he used a meme. And when you use memes, it resonates with people. And whenever people see a funny one, especially... About Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And she said it a little bit. You know, she was like, hey, I have thick skin. No, you don't. Yeah, but she said her and whatever. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. yeah. She I'm has like, thick no, skin. And don't. she does. She Nancy Pelosi probably does have very thick skin. I mean, she's probably in her 80s. It just happens <laughs> yeah. from. Leather. It just happens, you know, as yeah. you get older. Tough as leather. You know, and I mean, apparently, I, I guess it kind of runs somewhat in the family. Her husband does, too. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he got, you know, attacked with a hammer. Yeah, and, yeah survived a hammer survived attack. It, so, I mean. I mean pretty good you know i mean he's pretty darn tough now that i would say indict that man because he he definitely well, did the thing of it is i him. think you know not taking a spin out of this too far but you know there's there's weight you know this guy's what seven years uh, is what he got sentenced is that, or seven, or seven months seven, seven months yeah. yeah so you know jacob chansley was a guy he went on january 6th went in and you know basically made a fool of the government for all i'm concerned um and got in the white house um, so he's got out, and what he's trying to do is actually run for Congress. Now, I'm not trying to sit here and talk about that whole guy and whatever else, but I think, like, he's like, okay, I got in there, destroyed this place, you know, whatever. He's like, okay, if I can't get it that way, then I'm going to go in and run for Congress myself. There, what I'm trying to say, one thing, there's a right way to deal with things, and that's yeah. one of the right ways to do it. Yeah. I'm um, you know, and the thing of it is, in that situation, again, not trying to get into it, he might actually get it because the guy that holds the seat right now is retiring. Oh, and so it's kind of like right, if he don't get it, if he don't run opposed if he yeah. runs unopposed it's he just gets it automatically. Someone will oppose it for sure, but with the maybe he, that guy probably has a huge dude. It's fall. in Arizona, like I I don't know Arizona that well. I mean I know where it's at, but mm, they like I don't know how much people's like just out to get that seat. But either way, what I'm saying, this guy could easily turn around and do the same thing and say, okay, you know, fine, I'll get in here and do this. The thing that I don't like about this more than anything. Is like basically they're trying to hang him out to dry. I, what he did was illegal. That's cut and dry. It is. However, it's basically in some fashion. It's called voter fraud. And the thing of it is, this guy, like, yeah, it's really crooked. His is like in your face obvious. But I am not convinced. I'm not a big government conspiracy guy by no means. But I'm pretty convinced myself that in the election with Biden and Trump, there was to a degree of something going on there. Yeah. You know, I can't prove yeah. it, but I still go to the, the same principle is like the Democratic Party is saying, no, it's not nothing, nothing illegal, nothing illegal, nothing legal. OK, but then you get into time a little bit after the election. They're going and imposing new rules, new laws. I've said this before in other another episodes. 
if nothing was broke and it's as good as what the Democrats are making say that it is, why are you putting all these new rules and stipulations into things? The only logical thing that makes sense is they're worrying about it happening again in the upcoming election. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, and also to CYA. You know, you got to go back and kind of cover things up. Sure. I, uh. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, yeah, I can't say what it was. I'm just looking at, I think, some known facts. You know, when it came to Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, it wasn't a better, like, man, this person is just awesome. It was picker, picking the less of two evils. Okay. And it kind of came, okay, so then you get into Donald Trump and Biden. It wasn't the same scenario. Um, proven he's not competent enough for the job and that's putting it nicely and the, some of the stuff that he said i i believe the man is racist that's my personal opinion joe biden yeah i mean and he and it's blatantly clear factually he doesn't care about american people because there's been too many major incidents in the united states where he's mia yeah, hasn't showed up you know and so well are they letting him out of the nursing home to come to these things though so is that actually his fault well, maybe, maybe they have him restricted. Yeah, that, that's you know. the problem. Well, it, it is his fault, you know, seriously, because, yeah. like, you know, the last big ordeal that went on with, the, with Hawaii, yeah. he was chilling out in, in Alaska, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you know, or you know, Palestine, vacation. East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Well, and, and they're sticking their nose in that, too. And, again, that's been, we've discussed that, too. But, you know, with this one, I think that there's they're trying to, you're right, cover their butt in some areas. And I think that they try to make somebody a spectacle, um, just to kind of say, hey, don't don't play with this again. And that and that's what this is, and that's why it, it's an issue. Because number one, if you're really gonna try and say his algorithms is, and that's what you're you're going after him and trying to convict him for, is because he basically used the algorithms to spread disinformation. Then what about the Hunter Biden laptop story? And you have literally the heads of social media companies conspiring to suppress a real story that 100% would have had an effect on the 2020 election. Well, let's jump. Let me jump backwards a minute because here, here's my issue with this. This guy controls the algor algorithms, okay? We'll just say that's true for, for an instance. Okay. Well, so we'll jump back to the Hunter thing. This guy controls the algorithms. But here's the facts that we do know. The FBI has went into these social media organizations and hushed stuff before. Exactly. You and, see, and that's the thing is like so, so. Like if like if they wanted this dealt with, why didn't they deal with this then? And the FBI go in and say, "Hey, Twitter, which is now X, but how can Twitter, Facebook, whatever, shut it down?" They've done it with this hunter or with with COVID specifically. Um, there's been things that's been suppressed by the FBI, CIA, going into these organizations and suppressing this information basically and stopping it in its tracks. So and how come they didn't do this? Again, it leads back to, I'm not a government conspiracist, but why is this just now surfacing in front of a re-election? And then that's the, to take it a step further, too, look at how long they waited to go after him. It doesn't take four years to come up with evidence against the guy. You literally waited until you had the president you wanted in office mm -hmm. that you knew was going to be sleeping on the job. And I mean that literally. <laughs> well, it's the same so thing with Trump. They had the information supposedly then, but why are they just using it now? Well, it's it's you know, it's, it's, it's some it's type of strategy. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it's to keep you distracted, number one, but also, like you said, to make it a spectacle. And that's the issue I have with it, because if you were really trying to apply the law equally, 
And, you know, we all know the, the little uh, comparison of like, well, hey, if you get pulled over for a traffic stop or whatever because you were speeding, you know, and get a ticket and then they pull over the next guy and let him off with a warning, that's just life. But yeah. I disagree whenever we're talking about constitutional rights here, especially the most important one, which is freedom of speech. And so if you're going to indict Doug Mackey and convict him for seven months and say that you got to spend time in jail, then you have to go after Christina Wong <laughs> because she did the exact same thing. But for Donald Trump, she made a, a meme. Actually, it was a video of her saying to go text your vote for Donald Trump. Again, everyone knew it was a joke. Right. But I'm sure there was an idiot out there who did it just to see what would happen. And the FBI is just not knocking on her door well, at 7 a.m. <laughs> I don't have much confidence in, you know, this is the shift gears in another direction. So, and here's why my confidence in the FBI, see, they, you know, they, they're in cahoots with them, obviously. You know, I've called out their incompetence many times over and I'll do it again. So, with this whole thing with Israel, not, not a big topic of discussion of, as far as the whole content there. But there's a Hamas leader, Mohammed Sinwar, I think is how you pronounce his name. He was pronounced dead, 2014. Okay, globally. This dude's dead. Basically, a leader of a terrorist organization was pronounced dead. But now he's alive again. Now, I'm only saying that <laughs> he, he is because uh. he's been spotted here recently and has been involved in some of this stuff going on. Whoops. But here's my comparison. What if, what if... Something happened, and they're like, Osama bin Laden's still alive? Oh. We'd be like, okay, we've been lied to. Well, Man. the thing of it is, this guy's a smaller scale and not a bigger picture. But see, the thing of it is, that's how comp competent the FBI CIA is. This guy's been dead since 2014. Nobody's seen him, nobody's heard of him. And then all of a sudden, he starts killing people again in, in Israel. And now he's, he's on their radar like, this dude's alive. So... Summary, they don't know what they're doing. Either that or blatantly lying, which in any case, why aren't they being held accountable? Well, I mean, we all know why, because they're part of a three-letter organization that, in my opinion, follows the deep state. And you talk about deep state, well, what do they want ultimately? Control, power, mm -hmm. and a lack of freedom for you and me. I'm just using this as, as, as a, a, a conversation piece of how they, sh they suppress information how they can control the narrative in situations. And that's what this is. Because I'm, I'm not trying to get into all these other people and, you know, Israel and all this other stuff. I'm using that they, they can control the narrative. The government, I believe, does that on several things. And that's what they're trying to do here. And I personally don't think that this whole narrative has been exposed yet. No, not at all. There's pieces of it. And, and you know, that actually kind of brings up another good point. You talk about narratives. So uh, one of the sources that they use to try and pin this guy as like a ultra influencer, you know, capable of uh, subverting an election is they, they use, uh, let's see, right, the MIT Media Lab, which I had to put this in quotes because I didn't take the 30 seconds it takes to find out if they are actually government funded. So I said they're probably government funded, ranked his profile with 58,000 followers above names and organizations such as NBC News, Stephen Colbert, and Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Not does that sound logical in any way? Yeah, it does to me because the defense attorney on this would have been the government. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean it You look at the argument 
that they're going to have to pull out of thin air on this and and go for it. I mean, people have to understand, you know, these things are easily diverted. People, no, I can't I can't say this on on air because I'll get I'll get flagged for it. So I'm not going to go there with it. It can. I mean, I'm trying to rephrase. People want to take control of the government. There is ways to do that. People, most people think generally you shoot people. You, you're going to have to overthrow by guns and stuff. Not necessarily because if enough people were involved, there's a jury that sits on all these things. People can change the, the path of things. Only a piece. But you can change the path of things if you just have the right people on the jury. Now, what I'm referencing is people that's sick of this crap in America is like, no, we're not going to vote the way you, you we're not going to vote on a jury the way you think we are because we're sick of y'all's crap. So you're you're going like full OJ. But on the other hand, they can stack a jury the way they want to, and he put a guy in jail for seven months. And that's right. That was another thing, too, that really blew me away. So he's from Florida, I think like Palmsdale, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Florida. And they decide to bring this court case all the way to Democrat-ran New York City. Well, you got to understand that what he did was he could be tried anywhere. Anywhere. And, that, and that's mm-hmm. what's scary. And so, like, rather than being judged by an actual jury of his peers, because if we're really breaking it down, you can't say that Floridians and New Yorkers are the same type of folks. Mm-hmm. They're not. So to put him all the way in New York, where they know there's a leftist bias, especially towards Donald Trump, right. and you're bringing in this alleged mega influencer for him, you you might as well, well you, throw the, throw the entire book. Yeah, and the premise. You're, I think you're right in the premise. You know, I've talked about that and other things. You get judged, you know, to be a fair trial, a, j- a jury, you know, of your peers, and that's not his peers. It's not. You know, it's not. And I and I've said that before, and and people should note these things. Um, of how corrupt this system is, you know, to a level. I've said that about, say, a 13 or 14-year-old and goes does something that he should be charged for. And he may even get charged as an adult, depending on what the crime is. He can't get charged by a jury of his peers because his peers ain't old enough to vote. Well, his peers exactly. ain't old enough yeah. to do jury duty. Yeah. Now, I know that is a night and day difference in this situation, but let's be fair to the situation. That kid is not going to get judged by a jury of his peers. That is no different than, you know, somebody commits a what may be considered a gun crime in Oklahoma, if you go to one of these really dark blue states, you're going to get tried completely different because it's not a jury of your peers. Oh, and and my thing is, to, to kind of make it clear, I'm not saying we need to be stacking juries in favor of a defendant. You know, I'm not saying to, like, for instance, if he's a Republican or self-proclaimed one, you shouldn't just stack the jury with nothing but Republican uh, jurors because... At a certain point, it's like, okay, are we just trying to rig it in his favor? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, at the very least, you can do it in the place where he resides, yeah. well, in the state. But the thing of resides. it is, is where do, you, where do you stop with these things? I mean, the thing of it is, okay, this guy went out there that's trying to sway voters a certain way. That's ultimately what he went down for. But if you look at any political campaign, that's what the, that's what the opposing party's doing. You look at Hillary and Trump. Now, Trump was pretty good. I, I'm committing for that for not really just slamming. You know his component. He didn't have but, to. But you get on TV, and then the commercials they come up with: Donald Trump said this, or Barack Obama said. You know they're talking complete crap. And the thing of it is, is what they have found out through um, several of these commercials that 
we'll say it's one minute, there's about 15 seconds of it is actually true. There might have been something he said, but yeah. they're not putting that quote in context. A they're sentence. tasting a piece yeah. of it out. And so is it not the same thing? In my opinion, it is. They're using something, misinformation, because that's what it is, and they're swaying people's decisions on how to vote well, by a lie. Then that's disinformation, because when you take false information and then try to spread it as the truth, that's disinformation. Misinformation is just, hey, I, I got the news wrong, well, and I Either way, I it's a story. freaking lie. And misinformation, disinformation, you know, I, 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 you already know where I stand on pronouns and words anyway, so another episode on that coming up. But I don't care about that crap. People know what I'm talking about. And, you know, you get on TV, you see lie after lie after lie, smear the opponent. It's to sway votes. What yeah. do you think they're doing? I mean, what else and, is their purpose? Yeah, I know. Why do they get away with it? And that's what I'm getting. Is like, that's what's crazy to me is, like, are we really trying to, like, throw one guy under the bus for what the entire well, political what spectrum what does? they're doing. Again, I have opinions on several things. Is what they're doing by making an example, putting him in jail for seven months, is what they're doing is saying, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Not to him. They're saying, you shut up. Yeah. When it comes to this next election, you don't put anything out there. That's what they're doing. They're trying to put fear into people so they don't try to swing the election. And this year is going to be pivotal, a pivotal moment in history, I believe, of who what happens on the next presidency. One, I don't think that one president is going to change. It's going to take several in succession to do that. But the reason I say that is because as much as I hate to say this, I think Biden's got a chance. Numbers, the, what they're looking at is the numbers are showing it's not such a tilt. The scale's not heavy in one side. No, I, I take that. I completely disagree with you. I saw a, this, uh, a clip from NBC where they themselves are admitting that, like in their polls that they're running, Trump is beating Biden. And so that, but then, then you get into, well, what are they going to do about it? We already know what they're going to do. Gavin Newsom is going to be the, the Democratic candidate. When you literally have a, a state senator or congressperson, whatever, meeting with the president of China mm -hmm. for photo ops, that's, that's the guy. You know, meanwhile, the president is at home eating ice cream. So it's like, clearly, they're, they're going to pivot away. And then you also bring into, like, all the current heat that he's facing because of the, the family deals that may have been, mm -hmm. been going on behind the scenes. He's done, and they know it. Kamala Harris doesn't have a shot to run. They know that, too. So who, who's left? RFK Jr.? You know they're not going to well, let him run. I mean, I think <laughs> right now the best candidate they have is probably Trump, you know. And, and I, think there's some that there's, I think there's some people that bring value. You know, um, from from both sides. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, even on the Republican side, there's people that, and, and I'm a Republican, I ain't going to run from it, but there's people that's a Republican that I would not vote for. Yep, same. And I think they're just ignorant of some of the Democrats. This is just my opinion. I've always said independent because, to me, it doesn't matter what your party affiliation is. It's what are you going to do for the American people? I, I don't care if you have a D in front of your name or an R. It's just how much are you actually trying to work for the people of America? And I really liked what you had to say earlier about they're telling you to shut up. Mm -hmm. And that's so true because I, I after reading this and, and looking at it, it's like, yeah, he, he did went ball hard in the, in the paint. But on the other hand, I do think about, like, dude, that could be me. Like, if I just go online and say the wrong thing, mm -hmm. now I could be facing prison time? That's insane, especially whenever we're talking about political free speech. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it sucks that social media companies and stuff want to demonetize platforms for talking about political and social issues. 
I, I don't think that's actually a good move. You know, on the other hand, making a living off of inciting people <laughs> probably isn't right either. Well, social but there's media, a healthy balance there. Social media is just as crooked as the rest of it. I'm not going to say every platform, but I'm going to say the most generally all the platforms. Their narrative of content, you know, as far as policies change depending on what they want at a given time. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like you talk about COVID. You know, you got you got more room in it now than what you did three years ago. You can get away with a lot more. If you said that word before, your video's dead, pretty much. Yeah. You got more leeway in it now until the next something else comes up. And, and that's what I'm saying is there's like, here's these content policies you need to follow for now until something comes up that, that I, again, like I said before, the FBI, somebody comes in and says, we need to stop this. Yeah, we don't like that. We don't need this news getting out. Shut it down. And so they try to, they will censor you. And they'll and go I back years. I personally don't think that, in my opinion, I know it can be very damning in some degree, but I don't think that social media should censor this stuff at all. Yeah, me too. I don't, it's, not, it's not their job. Now, there's a difference between, like, posting or, like, allowing creeps, for instance, like pedophiles to, to get online and, and say certain things or, or have certain functions and capabilities. Yeah, like Instagram uh, supporting several of their pages. Yeah, recommending them. <laughs> we won't go there. Um, but you don't hear about it. Oh, and it's been suppressed. I'll tell you this, too, something that you won't ever hear about. The silent giant who did change the 2020 election in a big way. Google. Because if you really think about it, and I, I can't remember which source uh, I saw this from, but it's somewhere around they, they're estimating they changed 6 million votes in favor of the Democrat Party. And you're like, well, Devin, how can they do that? They're just Google. Well, what they were doing is that on election day, if you were a Democrat, 100% of the time, there would be a, a banner and a notification telling you, go vote. Whereas if you were Republican, it was only showing up 59% of stay the time. Stay home. Yeah, well, not that they were saying stay home, you know, because now you're Doug Mackey. Uh, no, but if you, if you were Republican, though, it was only showing it to you 59% of the time. Why is that? Unless you are actively trying to engage a certain group to vote a certain way. Right. And also, not that you're suppressing it, but you're also not treating it fairly and equally. And that's where it's a huge problem. Because you're talking about, I don't know the exact extent of Google and how big they are, but I have a feeling that they are in every part of American well, society. They're definitely they're definitely lean towards democratic viewpoints. Yeah. They're I believe that their title shows that. You know, <laughs> one, it's multicolored. Yep. You know, again, I'm not trying to talk crap on homosexuals or LGBTQ or whatever you want to label it. But there's something to be said about that. There's also something to be said about the first letter of that, G, which is blue. Most people probably don't pay and I probably think ah, too far into it. No, no, no. That's um, on point. But you, you look at these things, and you know, it, it, you know, you think that dude's crazy. Well, you know, that's just a f no. It's not that far fetched because there is stuff we watch on TV. These little things subliminal, that you don't see, but it's subliminal, subliminal. and that's how. That's it, I mean, if you're really good at social media, um, that's that's what you do. You program your audience, even though they don't know, um, to watch your stuff. And, yeah. and don't think that these multi-billion-dollar agencies, you know, Facebook. Instagram, Snapchat, all, all these yeah. platforms, Google, one of Google's one of the biggest platforms. Don't think they they have they've got that figured out. Yeah, they and 
how many billions of dollars they spend now on why research. do you think google comes up and every time something you know they always change that you know change that to cater towards whatever it may be well and that's what's really scary is the but fact that they here curate. i'll tell you something google i've never seen it all black oh the the words Never do. Yeah, why is so, that? Because uh, you can't explaining to do. Yeah, I mean, you can't make it all white because then you couldn't see it. That's true. Yeah, because of the white screen. So, but I'm saying, hey, if you support, if you support, you know, black people, how come you don't change? You know, what do you do? Put a picture of Martin Luther King on there? I mean, wh- come on. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, the the uh, stupid joke, ha ha ha. But there is a there is there is some points in that. I mean, like, now my, I'm my telling you, they, they favor what they want, and I believe that it's dictated by to some degree the influence of the government I, I do actually have my google on night mode so like the the screen is black in the background uh, so that that could be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. see but regardless though that the premise i do think is valid um but where i was going at with google though the, the scariest part is the fact that they will curate the content based on where you live previous search terms or previous things that you've searched and stuff like that Whereas, in my opinion, it should just be the, the unbiased, here's the number one site. Here's the number two site. Like, basically, if I type in, you know, jobs in my area, then it should bring up jobs in my area. Mm-hmm. Not the advertisement that so-and-so paid for to be put at the top of the list. And you're like, well, Devin, how are they going to make money? They're making money by selling your information. <laughs> They're already making plenty of money. I mean, just look at their net worth. But... I kind of digress. Uh, the, the point that I guess I was really trying to get at with it is that you're targeting one guy with 58,000 followers at his peak. And the guy got suspended like three times and just made a, a new account every time, which kudos to him because I'd probably do the same thing if they ever took me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but rather than focusing on news organizations that blatantly lie and don't correct themselves, about political and and social issues you have social media companies that actively suppress news and information no repercussions for that but you have one conservative meme poster who maybe his intent was to get some people not to vote that's the person you want to go after and and even then what i would say is like did it really work because look they had what record numbers of, of votes in, in 2020, or I, mean, I guess yeah, we're talking about 2016 had 5, here. 5,000 people. I mean, that's been confirmed. Yeah. I mean, really, well, like, what did 5,000 people do? And this is a detail, too, that I kind of feel like you can get lost in a little bit because it, it, it gets complicated. Everyone that texted that number was subpoenaed. Every phone number that texted that number got subpoenaed. And not one of them testified saying that as a result of his meme – that they texted the number to, they did not vote. So it's like, who was hurting this? Yeah. And it's like, well, Devin, <laughs> it's not about... The candidate. Yeah, and that's the thing. is like the only person who really got hurt was Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and her feelings. Yeah. But she's no skin. actual person was, was hurt in the situation. So it's like, at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, is it worth starting the process of impeding on someone's freedom of speech... For the sake of intent. Yeah. Now, I got to admit, as I was doing a little bit of research, it's kind of scary how many cases there are in the United States history of people trying to cheat elections and use voter suppression and voter oppression, blah, 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 
to to get that to happen. It's kind of scary. There's a lot that's happened over the years. So I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But in this particular situation, in this volatile environment that we have, where everyone knows anything that happens is super political, and it's either, oh, the Democrats or the Republicans, this well, wasn't the case for the United States so to, to bring against. I try to look at it in common sense. You know, like, okay, so he puts this out, is what it is, and she gets on TV and says, oh, somebody's doing this, I'm thick-skinned. So basically saying, I'm not worried about it. So then why is this an issue? She's basically saying, hey, I'm not offended by it. I'm not hurt by it. And, and I mean, I know she's thick-skinned. There's, there's no, I, I believe she is. You know, I know that, you know, you would poke fun and I can't, who was the other person that said that? Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, the thing of it is, Hillary is thick-skinned. I mean, she's been through a lot, you know, with, in, in her campaign. I mean, I know to, to some degree that they're under a lot of pressure and, you know, with everything going on and, <clears throat> you know, here and there doing all those things. So, yeah, I believe she's thick-skinned. Did it really hurt her? No, I think it was more, you know, it was a, a tool. But to know Ed being thick-skinned, yeah, I mean, you look at having to wake up every morning and look in the mirror. She's got to be thick-skinned to stare that thing down every day. And So, <laughs> yeah, she's thick-skinned. You look at the, the fact that, you know, her husband had an affair was getting a blowjob by somebody as the president of the United States. And, you know, yeah, and, and I'm sorry. You know, that sucks for her, even yeah. though my opinion on her is not high. Well, that was but the only so, person yeah, sucking. She's got thick skin to deal with that. Um, well, so I'll take it a step I, further. I can, I, can, I can relate to that, to, to the fact that I, I would agree. I, and I think the real reason why she targeted Doug Mackey in this situation is it had to have been the, the deepest penetration of her skin whenever she lost to Donald Trump. Because I think we, we all saw the, the predictions and the analyses and blah, 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 that Hillary's got this by a landslide. And you basically lose to the biggest underdog in political history. You know, uh, this supposed, um, what's the right word I'm looking for here? De degenerate. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't really call Donald Trump a redneck. Uh, but he's for the rednecks. So basically, you you lost to the loser who who wasn't supposed to win. Well, I know that had to hit her in the in the hardest. To some degree, I mean, ego. we already know that the. I think that the reason that the election was lost, you know, there's vote things and whatever else. But the thing of it is, we already know what it's like to be under the dictatorship of Hillary because she was already president once before. You know, in I don't 90s. think that Bill Clinton was calling the shots. Yeah, never. You know, so we already know what that dictatorship is like, and we know where it would have went. So I think that that's part and, of the reason why she lost that election. That she lost it. Okay. Yeah, Many I'm things to be said there. So yeah. either way, I think that I don't know. I could probably <laughs> keep going on about it, but I probably shouldn't. So probably ought to wrap it up for the night. It. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, we could beat this thing like a like a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> but it's just scary, people. You know, it. I would say, be careful. You know about what you post because in these times today um, anything can happen you know and if you're not careful you might create your own algorithms and and make something go viral that the government now has to go after right. you for because lord knows nbc doesn't have an audience currently not well, less <laughs> which, than fifty-eight thousand people so which actually probably is accurate for like their real viewership so maybe they are. Maybe they were speaking a, a subliminal truth here by saying that yeah. 
a guy with 58,000 followers has more influence than a mainstream media news outlet. Mm, I don't know. Let that sink in. So with that, uh, you know, thank you guys so much for watching. Just don't turn me into the FBI. That's why I didn't put the meme up here because, you know, I don't need to be gone from my family for seven months. <laughs> um, but either way, you know, if you guys have any topic ideas, actually, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Should he have been jailed? Should Doug Mackey be in prison right now? Did he commit a crime? We need to know. <laughs> Drop a comment. Hit the like button. Whatever. Subscribe. Thank you all. Have a great night.